Welcome to this week's edition of Mountain Outhouse News. I'm your host, Jam Jam. This is the crazy shit to happen in running this week. This week's stories include Skylar's 2,000 mile quest comes to an end, and across the year's day five update and the annual sponsor shuffle. Skylar's quest for 2,000 miles came to a rough end during his 24 hour race at Across the Years. A foot injury after 75 miles ended his day just under a marathon short of his goal. On the bright side, he did PR at the 50 mile distance and also set a new personal best on mileage. He did end his year with 1,976.2 miles run. Heal up, friend. Speaking of across the years, at the time of this recording, we have less than one day to go in this year's sixth day. Most of the shorter distance results have been more or less decided. Top male and female runners in the 24-hour ended up in a dead tie on the mileage front with 130.176 miles run. Mark Hammond of Mill Creek, Utah took the win for the men, and Marissa Liza was the winner for the ladies. Both ran on the wettest day, which was on December 31st through the new year. In the 48-hour race, in his first fixed-time event, Scott Jaime was way out front with 174.267 miles. Looks like you may need to come back for another round, Scott. Following not too far behind was your first female and second overall, Jess Mullen, with 167.969 miles. In the 72-hour, the women were pretty dominant. Charlotte Vassarelli came close to 250 miles, finishing with 249.85. Your lead male is currently John Spanith of Washington State, who has 223.6. However, still on course is Pablo Espinoza of Canada, who after two days has accumulated 149 miles and could be within reach of John. Finally, the main event, the sixth day. There was quite a bit of drama over the preceding days with several men in a dead heat after two days. John Moroshik, David Johnston, and Ed Eddinghausen. David was the first to break, going down for a 12 hour off course break while the others continued. Next was Ed who had to leave the event early due to a family emergency. This left John Moroshik, a newcomer to the multi-day event to battle it out with experienced Bujergol Bayamba of Mongolia. He brought multi-day experience from several 10-day events over the past couple years, and he currently leads the field with 432 miles ahead of John, who has 410. David has come back strong and is just about to hit 400 miles. On the ladies' side, Amy Mower, who is competing in her first six-day event, has been the star of the show thus far. She herself is about to hit 400 miles with 398 completed thus far. She has a healthy lead over Anna Hel Annabelle Hepworth, who currently is at 339, Van Fan is third with 317. Amy now has her sights set on the ATY record. We'll have all the final results and records on next week's show. There's plenty more in store. Davy Crockett, who competed in the 48-hour race at ATY, once again walked away with his 100th 100-mile finish. Culmination of 14 years of running ultras, 100-mile races, Davy has been a fixture at ATY for many years. He runs the website ultrarunninghistory.com and also the aforementioned podcast. Also of note, Walter Hanloser kicked off his Half Hundred Hundreds project, where he is attempting to run 50 100-mile races in 2019. He got right to work with a 100-mile buckle in the 48-hour that started January 1st of this year. We plan to see him back in December to knock off his final 100 back at ATY before we ring in 2020. Another fixed time event took place this weekend at the Snowdrop 55 hour, a unique event, in Missouri City, Texas. Joe Fiji's barely edged out lead female Sally Libonati 
with a total of 205.04 miles. Sadly was hot, Sally was hot on his heels with 203.66. Those were the only two runners to crack 200 this year. Tis the season for winter ultras. These snowy events are often extremely long in mileage and duration, requiring large kits for survival and often feature not only a running division, but also bikes and skis. The Tuscobia Winter Ultra has taken place since 2009 on the Tuscobia Trail in Wisconsin. This year featured distances of either 80 or 160 miles. It was mostly a split between runners and bikers with just two skiers on the results. As far as the runs go, Faye Norby won the ladies race in 60 hours, 18 minutes with Arthur Pitch winning the men's in 47 hours, five minutes. From the mighty Midwest, the Huff 50K has been taking place since 1997 and ended the year off with some fast times. Sam Keels and Justin Kowalski battled for the first, running 3.29 and 3.31 respectively, which are the second and fourth fastest times ever. Mark Godale still holds the course record of 3.26.27 from way back in 1999. On the ladies' side, Becca Downs took the win in 4.05, placing fifth overall but still a ways off the course record of 354 set by Elaine Schmelz in 2015. Out with the old and in with the new. 2019 brought some sponsor shakeups. This is often the time of year when athletes' contracts are up and moves are made. First out of the gate was Hayden Hawks with a big move from Hoka to Ultra. Hayden had been with Hoka ever since he made a bit, his big splash at the 2016 The North Face Endurance Challenge 50 Mile in California. Hayden stated it's a dream to run for Ultra, loving the zero drop, and the fact that it was founded in Utah, where he's from. In an opposing move, maybe even a trade deal, Casey Lichtai has made the jump from Ultra to Hoka. Former Nike Trail athlete, Casey has had a fantastic year rebounding from an injury in 2018, but says the zero drop shoes just aren't for her. Looks like she's bounding with excitement for the change. Making big waves in 2018 and now joining the North Face crew, Corey Awesome Waltering showed off his new threads with a puffy TNF vest. We're just wondering if a North Face Speedo's in the works. Bob Shebist, who's a prolific golden ticket chaser each year and a Hoka athlete for the past six seasons, has made the jump over to Solomon for 2019 as he once again will be hunting a ticket for the 2019 Western States at the Georgia Death Race. Welcome to the team, bro. Finally, Devin Yanko announced via Instagram that going into 2019, she's not a sponsored runner. While it's unclear whether this was by choice, it seems she will not continue to run for Hoka this year. Best of luck to you, Devin. The first big race of 2019 is kicking off at Bandera in Texas, although there's a couple last minute changes. It will still be a golden ticket race for Western states, but heavy rains as of, as of late have made it impossible to use Hill Country State Natural Area where the race is normally held. Fortunately, they've secured a backup venue at Camp Eagle, although it is over an hour away from the former location. Things are shaping up for a fast weekend with a stacked field. Ronnie Deltzer, Chris Danucci, Chris Mako, Ryan Kayser, Juan Moran, Ford Smith, and Matt Urbanski are the headliners on the men's side with Ladia Albertson-Junkins, Addie Bracey, Casey Lichtai, Paige Patillo, Brittany Peterson, Melanie Robb, and Pam Smith on the ladies' side. Biggest hurdle this year might just be staying on course. Take a look at that course map. Wowzers. We'll have full results next week. 
And with that, thanks for tuning in to episode 126 of Outhouse News. Thanks for checking out the show, and we'll see you next time. If you have crazy stories to share or question or feedback for the show, please leave a comment below. If you'd like to directly support the show financially, consider becoming a Patreon supporter of this channel, or pick up this custom pair of Jam Jam's custom sunglasses. Custom, custom. Links are below. Happy week.